Uncensored. This is episode 116, recorded on June 7th, 2021. We're your hosts, Drew, Bob, and Jordana. On tonight's episode, we bust out the spreadsheet of silliness and scientifically break down what we consider the not top 10 Walt Disney World attraction. That's right, folks. I am super excited. Jordana, Bob, we're all excited. The spreadsheet of silliness has made a comeback. And uh, that's right, we have, scientifically have, actually 20 of the worst attractions on property. Uh, before we get going tonight, though, we do have a very special announcement. Um, in a way, it's actually quite bittersweet. Um, all good things come to an end. And no, I'm not talking about the Disney guys uncensored, but I'm talking about the amazing streak that we currently have going on. We have currently provided you guys an episode for the last 116 weeks. Think about that. 116 weeks, we have not missed one week without providing you a brand new episode. Some weeks, two episodes. Um, unfortunately, with all of our schedules in the summer, it's it's just getting harder and harder. Um, so what we're going to start doing is uh, starting July 4th, we're going to take that week off, and we're gonna we're gonna switch over to every other week, uh, every Monday night. We're going to continue to record, and it'll be out uh, that Tuesday. And um, you know. That's just going to kind of be a trial run, essentially through through the summer, the end of August. Let us, you know, do the, you know, enjoy the weather, get back out there, and, um, and then we'll reassess and see how we're doing. But we want to, you know, continue to provide you guys great content, and I think this will this will do a lot of good things for the show as well as, uh, you know, give us more time to think about some some really good topics and put a little more preparation into it. Uh, you know, we can still do some some Discord chit chats on, on Mondays if you guys are around, and we can figure it out. Uh, but we're, we're gonna try to win it. And if we decide that we want to do an episode on the off week because a big news item happened, or you know, we loved Loki and we wanna we wanna do an episode on Loki, then then that's what we're gonna do. But we're gonna we're gonna stick to the every other week, starting July fourth, uh, go all the way through July, all the way through August, and then right around September first, we'll reevaluate. Um, so again, um, we want to thank you guys for listening every week, but uh, this is this is just what we need to do for the best of us. And as always, this episode is sponsored by Wish Upon Magic, an Etsy experience specializing in stickers, keychains, Mickey ears, and handmade home goods, where a portion of every purchase goes to Make-A-Wish Foundation to help spread the magic. Mention the Disney Guys Uncensored in the notes section before checkout and get a magical freebie. Wish Upon Magic, your place for fluffy handmade items. Give them a follow on Instagram at Wish Upon Magic, Etsy, and their website www.wishuponmagic.com, where you can find magical new selections each week. Yes, thank you, Jordana. Um, 
Absolutely. Uh, and folks, you know, just a reminder, if you haven't gone on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and, you know, given us a written review, what are you waiting for? Um, in fact, what we are going to do is the first three people to go onto iTunes and give us a written review, five stars, uh, we're going to send you some stickers. I think we actually have some leftover Wish Upon Magic stickers. We have some Disney Guys Uncensored stickers, as well as some Ohana stickers. So you will get a customized, personalized thank you note, as well as some stickers in there. So no brainer. First three people, get out there and go write that iTunes review. Um, and again, before we start off our main topic this week, uh, I think we have a fun question uh, from a listener. Bub, why don't you walk us through uh, this Facebook question that we got? Yeah, good friend of the show, Michael P.S. Don't call him Hayes Mancher. Wrote this to us this week. Question for the pod, which apparently we're a pod now. I like it. I mean, at one point, Drew and myself and one of our friends referred to ourselves as the Tripod, which was a deep cut reference to the Girl Next Door uh, movie wow. starring, um, oh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Timothy Oliphant and uh, Alicia Cuthbert, I believe, were in that movie. Fantastic film, by the way. Deep Very cut. funny movie. Deep cut. And Emil Hirsch, I believe, is in that movie as well. So you never know what's going to happen here on the Disney Guys Uncensored. But alas, we move forward. Good friend of the show, Michael, wants to know where we would put an Avengers campus in Walt Disney World. In fact, in fact, with the Avengers campus now open in California, where would you put a campus or a general Marvel theme land in Florida's parks? The, the easy answer is Universal Studios. At what And what pieces from the MCU would you put in it? I'd personally scrap Tomorrowland and make the whole thing the Stark Expo. Michael, great idea. Stark yeah. Expo works there. I, I guess it's not any worse than making it Pixar land, so <laughs> I'm going to allow it. Uh, for me, I'm going to defer to Drew. I'm going to let Drew, I know he's mm. thought about this and he's yeah. stewed upon it and he's read bit. what the other people wrote. So Drew, what do you have for where you're going to put your Avengers campus or Marvel land? Yes. Yeah, so we had, uh, quite a few, you know, comments and, and people like Bob said, uh, but you know, we're not going to go through all of them, but there's some really good ideas. And I actually agreed with, with a few of them quite in depth, but I think we're going to Epcot, Bob. Uh, I, I think. We're going to head over to, you know, Gal um, where they're already kind of starting to go with, um, God, what's it? Uh, rewind. The Galaxy, 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 Galaxy Rewind. rewind. Yeah. And um, that area over there where we got Mission Space, the uh, Play Pavilion that they're building, and Test Track. And I'm going to retheme it a little bit differently, right? Um, I'm going to go with more of like the space type, uh, you know, space port, space uh, theme, right? What we have uh rewind and then I, i'd love to see even like more on the villainish type side almost like maybe like a battle in type thing i'd love to see like even the play pavilion turn into more of like a collect the infinity stone somehow type uh interactive experience kind of like the play pavilion right uh with with meet and greets and and um immersive type interactions i don't really know you know we talked about nintendo world a while back right when they have a lot of those little things on the apps right where you gotta go get collect the coins and fight baby bowser same type of theme you gotta collect the infinity stones and then go fight thanos somehow that's what i'm thinking uh, mission space will be you know a hard one to to you know for me because it's a fun ride but you know i think it does kind of turn people off based on what the ride is because of the intensity you might want to call it i think that if you just said it's an avenger 
themed ride in some way and change the theme in a little bit, I think you would now get people to go on it, right? It's funny, Bob. A lot of these attractions that people say aren't good, just re-theme it to some things, and all of a sudden now it's a four-hour wait where it could be a walk-on. So do something like that. We've got Space 220 still not open. And um, so at this point, you might as well, again, make it like Thanos' ship uh, of some sort or something along that lines. And then um, you have the whole area where Test Track is, as well as kind of behind Test Track. Bob, you might know better than me, but kind of like the Test Track to Mexico Pavilion. There's a lot of space. I don't know if they use it. We have the, the Odyssey restaurant that's like the preview center for the new Epcot stuff. Oh, well. that's right. But but and even like behind party. that, I don't know if there's... Yeah. I, Realistically, rumor. it's a lot of backstage stuff. And yeah. Test Track's a big plot of land. I don't think people appreciate how big of a, a piece of land Test Track is and to a lesser extent... Uh, the play pavilion and mission. I mean, there's a ton of land over there. I personally would put it, I would put a Captain Marvel attraction. It'd be higher, further, faster. That's what you would get in mission space. And it would be like a flight simulating type thing. Her training and Monica Rambo would be, and I think you could do something with it. Falcon would have to make an appearance. Nah, Falcon sucks. I don't disagree, but <laughs> you know, but you know what? Test track just gave me an idea. Maybe we keep test track, right? And we turn this into some type of spaceship. You're, you're driving a spaceship, right? And then even when you go outside, what if you, like, enclose that? How cool could you do something like that? If you enclose the track outside, one, it will never close due to rain, <laughs> which is every day. And two, you could, like, think of, like, Star Wars hyperspeed where you can have crap going on. Maybe you don't want to go 70. I feel like that's a lot going on. But slow it down a little bit. You could put stuff going on around you, you know, 360 degree. Um I feel like I, I really want to stay with the space theme, but Avengers, you know, you get Ultron thrown in there somehow. Um, I think it'll be fun. But that's where I'm going. I know a few other people agreed with that. I like that. A couple of people agree with that. A couple of people mentioned putting it over off of Sunset where Tower of Terror is and the rock and roller coaster and yeah. re-theming Tower of Terror to Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, which I have a little bit of a different idea kind of going in that area, but not mm-hmm. actually taking that out. So mm-hmm. if you look at your My Disney Experience, if you're actually looking at the map behind mm-hmm. Sunset, there is a piece of land. And then if you actually take out Star Wars Launch Bay and kind of like just behind where they have Voyage to the Little Mermaid um, and One Man's Dream, it you could put another land right there um, next to Toy Story Land. There's, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you're out. There's, there's actually quite a bit of land right there. No, no one's oh, yeah. disagreeing because it's kind of where the Lightning McQueen show is too. Right. The backside of Lightning McQueen and Rock and Roller Coaster abut the Playhouse Disney stuff, which then in turns turns into Launch Bay. So right. it's I, certainly Launch plenty Bay of space over another, there for it. Yeah, Launch Bay is just another like misplaced item at this point. It's useless at this event. point. You know. It's funny you say that, Bob and Jordana, because do you think Disney, I mean, in the back of their mind, right, they've always hoped or somehow they're working every day behind the scenes that we don't know about to obtain the East Coast, right, Marvel Mm -hmm. rights. You know know what's happening every day. I'm sure there's something. I'm wondering, I mean, you you think of Hollywood Studios and the way it's going. Is it the perfect fit? Maybe. But I wonder if they are saving that land. Because like you said, Bob, when they built Toy Story Land, like, why not add a little bit more? And do like a Pixar themed. Well, they and are coming the that way though, Drew. That's where the the barbecue is going to be. 
the barbecue is going to be further is. into that land. Not much further, correct. but it's going to be further into that land. Which is correct, it the alien swirling saucer? No, it's at the entrance. It's, oh, at it's the, oh. kind of to the behind right. Slinky Dog a little gotcha. bit. Gotcha, okay. Or in the general area of Slinky, I believe. I don't know how long the walkway will be, but the way they build restaurants down there, it'll be 2027 before we see it. Gotcha. Agreed. But if you look at from, like, Craft of the Jordana said, from Toy Story Land all the way straight back to, like, Rock and Roller Coaster, it's probably about the size of Galaxy's Edge. Uh, but again, throw in the, 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 the Woody's Rodeo Barbecue, and it's that's it, gonna affect it, right? Because it's, I don't know. I, I think I just wonder if they're always if they're saving space somewhere in Walt Disney World property just in case. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, probably. But but where um, you're going with a different approach. Yeah, I'm solving all the world's problems. And right? I love your idea. I just gotta say that up front. Yeah, I. You guys are not thinking about this fourth dimensionally, which is a problem. Right now, they have an area of land at a park that is completely wasted Useless. in the theme that it is. The problem is, is that you do lose one of my favorite rides of all time in this in this deal that I'm making. But I, I'm taking out Dino Land USA, and I am putting Wakanda in that corner of Animal Kingdom to balance out the people that are going to pandora you'd have on opposite sides of the park you'd have wakanda on one side drawing people on avatar on the other and you you may not even need to take where restaurant saurus is and where dinosaur is i hope not. to make it happen you, you may not even need to take it I, I don't know where it would fit thematically if, if you took away dinosaur if you didn't take away dinosaur 2 you'd kind of have to come up with a new entrance for that portion of dino land mm-hmm. in wakanda which is kind of a tough sell you think they uh, could make it so like you can't see it until you walk through a portal? Well, I'm sure they could build a berm up like they do with Galaxy's Edge or something. They would do something. To you that. know what I'm saying? So, but so yeah. my question to you, Bub, is before you break it down, is do you think Wakanda and Black Panther? Again, it's obviously big. Is it too limited with the, with the Marvel? No, because they all the Avengers went there, so you could easily okay, fill so- in. You could take characters. Uh, I, th- I think they have the Black Panther license already. I'd have to check oh, to build okay. that. Because they, they don't have, like, this. the reason they're building Guardians right now is because they own the Guardians license. That's fair, yep. They may own the Black Panther license. And what if they own, like, Winter Soldier? Because he spends time in Wakanda in the comics. I don't know if they do. I'd have I know to what look you're saying. So, okay, I just wanted to make sure you're not limited it just to Black Panther. So that. I would exclusively eliminate Captain America iron man because i am anti having both coasts have the same thing that's my biggest gripe with 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 galaxy's edge that it's literally just the same land i agree and they're limiting their ability to market the parks people that go to the opposite park if you had avengers campus avengers campus west that features spider-man uh iron man captain america whoever it is that they ant-man is there and you had Avengers camp, Avengers camp is uh, east or Wakanda. In this case, you could have Black Panther, Winter Soldier. You wouldn't necessarily limit your parks to two people. You get more people to to go to both parks, no, and you could I mean, continuously tell the story. 100% what attractions agree. I'm putting in here, I don't know. I, I I honestly haven't. But that's the piece of land that I'm looking at, saying that's the next piece of land that something has to happen with. Triceratops spin is useless there now yeah. without without uh, whatever the primeval whirl uh, the little 
dinosaur meet and greets they do with the characters dressed up as dinosaurs. Awesome. A lot of fun. Useless. Doesn't have to be there. You mm-hmm. can, it's fine. You, if you're getting a, an unofficial East Coast Marvel land, I think people will trade off the, the dinosaur yeah. characters. I mean, I, I, I agree, Bob. I mean, Uranium or whatever the hell you pronounce it. Um, I mean, you could do something with even like mining that or, or some type of interaction, right? Uh, of build your own you know, uranium shield or, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, oh, there's, there's so... plenty of options. You plenty can... of options. Um, you don't need those core seven, eight, nine, ten licenses. You're not going to use the X-Men. They, you don't have the rights to X-Men. It, so I'm all in for this. As long as like you said, I think you could, I think you're going to utilize a couple of the characters. You can't limit it just to one black Panther in that franchise. I think you've got to build in a little bit. Like you said, oh, Bucky or, or even something. If you, even if you look at, what happened with, I think it was the second one, I'm not sure, uh, when they all end up in Wakanda anyway, having yeah. the battle. I mean, yep. so they, they all know Black Panther's there. They So you could technically, if you ever got the license, you could just expand it a little bit and yep. include those characters. But there has to be characters that are relevant in some way to yep. Disney to be able to fit more than just Black Panther in that area. I that I, just took me the first place I went to. There's was so many options there. That I, corner I, of Animal Kingdom is just so underutilized now. And not that Primeval World was a draw for me, but at least it was a third ride, a diversion over there it, when you were waiting or something. So it, it, it's unfortunate because... It's, it's the, a useless part of the part that you go to, just unfortunately because Animal Kingdom doesn't have a lot of that type of stuff. I agree. Right. Um, but I want to touch on quickly what you said, too, about the diversity of west coast versus east coast and i think you nailed it where you know a lot of people always say well we want cars land cars land is amazing cars land is amazing but keep it on the west coast and 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 call me crazy but like you said disneyland needs main attractions main lands to draw people and i 100 percent agree with you you know galaxy's edge is as amazing as it is it's kind of a missed opportunity that they brought it and they, they duplicated it. And, and to a business point, you have to respect oh, it. No, it's 100%. cheaper. It's cheaper. It, you build it once and you, you copy it and put it there. It's great. You know, I, I 100% agree. But um, at the same time, I would have loved for them to do a little bit something different, you know. And yep. and I hope Carsland never does come because all of us East Coasters, that's right there as an incentive mm-hmm. to go out to the West Coast just yep. for that alone, you know. And, and Drew, that that's I, I know I think it was Chris Lucas that had mentioned, oh, he wants to, you know, retheme Tower of Terror. And and I think that's yeah. the worst idea you can have for that part of MGM Studios or Disney Hollywood Studios yeah. is to retheme the Tower of Terror. That is as close to a timeless attraction in that park now because of all the changes. Yeah. That is the icon of that park. Right. I was gonna say that is that is the icon because I, they don't want to theater. Yeah, it, it's not the same thing for you to well i mean just think, is it is it's gotta be and i don't know i guess i was gonna say it's one of the original ips but it's it's not really an original ip either i guess um but it feels no, it's like one of their original ips they license it from cbs yeah but i guess you could say you know rock and roller coast has been there forever too but you know it's 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 cool. just to me it feels but tower of terror was the first attraction that changed that park they opened that Sunset Boulevard yeah. specifically for the Tower of Terror. That was the whole point of that area of the park was Tower of Terror. If you just make that Guardians of the Galaxy now, it just doesn't work. It it barely worked in California when they Until changed now. it. 
<laughs> because it, it, it abutted Pixar land over there. It made no sense to have Guardians there. And at, it is what it is. It's their park, and people love that attraction. It's not a knock on the Guardians overlay of that attraction. I hear mm-hmm. it's great. It's just keep it on the West Coast. You guys have some yeah. of the best thinkers in the world running I these agree. theme parks. Come up with something new. But as we said, Bob, something new is a lot of money of design yes. and engineering. Yep, so it, it it's, it's it's a it's a it's a tough thing to juggle from a business point of view. I get it. Galaxy's Edge, they legit saved millions and millions it's, of and dollars. It's printing money, Drew. It's printing money even yeah. through Corona. It's printing money. And yep. if they brought Avengers Campus on the East Coast, wherever it went, if it was a copy of what is in California, it would put asses in the seats. Yeah, but I mean, even if there was a way to change, like, Smuggler's Run or something, like, you gotta make something a, a little bit different, you know? And, and they do do that with certain rides, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you will see sometimes rides are slightly different, but mm-hmm. I think that's what draws people and va- people to vacation in different spots, you know? It's, it's, yeah. it's that little well, extra. Good friend of the show, Tim Candy, not with us tonight. He will tell you they have similar attractions in Japan right now that are name only similar. Yeah. Yep. If you want to give me a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction, which you're doing already in Epcot, it better be something different than Tower of Terror. And, and, I, and I'm grateful that it is. Yep. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy as an IP is fine. I, it is what it is. I, do I think it's going to have staying power? It's going to be close. I mean, I love it. But at the end yeah. of the day, but that's I what... think that attraction there is going to be great. I'm not happy about Tron. I think Tron is is fine, and I'm never going to Shanghai to ride it. But at the end of the day, give me something else with Tron. I, I 100% Tron is a tricky one, right? You know, the ride looks spectacular, but we did not need that. Not we there. Not, 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 not where it is. It's, just, I mean, it's, it's out of place. It's, it's out, out of place, there. but Tron, I mean, Tron is such an IP that's like, I'm sorry, who gives a, a 40 shit? Forty-year-old IP. It's, like, it's, it's a forty-year-old IP that we're bringing into the park. But these people don't know. A lot of people don't even know what it is. I've never even seen either of the two movies. Well, the, the first one's good. I, the second one, I don't even really know. That I've seen it beginning to end. Is at least stylistically pretty cool to look at. I had to look it up. I had no idea. I was like, I thought it was just something random. It's, no, it's, Tr- uh, Tron itself, the original, is an, an iconic uh, 80s movie, 1982, it, just computer graphics and everything. It was, uh, it was fine. Great. The it, problem with, with the, building the movie's a, a bore. The I, movie is a bore. Okay. I mean, the problem, no. with, the problem with building any Disney attraction is the longevity, right? You don't know. And it, and for example, we're going to get to it in a minute, Bob, or we talk, you know, hell, let's get into it now. Ryan in the, in the Last Dragon is like... If you you can't start the attraction before the movie comes out because you don't know how the movie's gonna play, right? right? And and now people are saying the movie's great, it's awesome, but like, is it too late to start designing and building an attraction because it's gonna be five years before it's built? And then it's like, oh well, that movie came and gone. It was great, but it's mm-hmm. gone now because now we have Luca and well, and, and that's all these my other question films. with Moana. We're getting that Moana journey of water. Yeah. Does that really carry the same cultural significance as it did when Moana came out? It, to my kids, yes, it does. Uh, to me, it's fine. I love Moana. I, I tell you, I I will put Raya next time we do a top ten animated movies. Raya will be in my top ten. I love the movie. It's fantastic. I I don't know that it belongs in the theme park. I I, I don't. I, it's maybe. It, it's it's um. You don't know. I it, it's uh, I mean Disney knows a lot more than we do. <laughs> a lot smarter people. They 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 see the numbers. They see mm-hmm. the behind the scenes stuff. So it's hard to say. But no, this was a fun question, Mike. Um, Thank you so much for 
for, for writing this in. And um, we probably went above and beyond what we needed to, but I, I enjoy it. This is the stuff I love. I, I, I yeah. want to do this every it week. It got us thinking, definitely. Yeah. You know, I so. think Mike would like a Muppets meet the Avengers land. That's what I think. Oh, gosh. That would be wild for Mike. Mike would love that. He I, wants. He just wants them to. He wants to knock out Galaxy's Edge and expand Muppet yeah. Court. Or That's whatever. correct. Build a Muppet. <laughs> Build a Muppet. Yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> oh, we. They. Fao Schwartz used to sell them. Muppet whatnots, the little kits you what built your own. Nuts? I remember those. Yeah, they're great stuff. Oh, can you still get them? Make them look like yourself. What if buy you? I one. mean, you can get a Build whatnot. A... They're very expensive. Build a bub. Yeah, well, then no one needs that. <laughs> Uh, all right, you guys ready? Let's move on. So, oh, yeah. Let's talk about right, this. Let's, uh, is true, huh? let's move on to the topic of the week. Yeah, it's back, folks. It is not Jaws the Revenge. It is the revenge of the SOS. It is the spreadsheet of silliness. This time with five categories and 20 attractions. So that means a high score here is what? 300 potentially. Yeah. Yeah. I I would say that's incredible. This might be the most extensive uh, SOS we've ever done. The problem was, is we had 20 attractions that we tried to correct that we all kind of agreed were, you know, not the best attractions. I think we should preface this with, it doesn't mean these attractions are garbage. (laughs) In some instances, yep. Uh, some instances, these attractions are complete trash. Others, it's just it's not as good as some of the classics that we've talked about in our top ten rides or top ten queues. In fact, yeah. some of the top ten queues are represented here in this in this episode, I believe. Hey, so, the Drew, the, the SOS, SOS doesn't lie. This, this SOS, doesn't lie. I think it was clean. I, th- I mean, there's some concerns that I think we're going to get to. We had, like we said, five categories. We had the overall theme, which to us, I guess, meant how it fits into its land, kind of the story of the attraction, the line queue, how it fit into where it belonged physically, geographically. Did it make sense to be where it was? Uh, then it was mechanical, which I think is pretty self-explanatory, uh, smooth, bumpy ride experience. If it's bumpy, is it meant to be bumpy type thing? You know, is it kind of just, or is it just a piece of crap like uh, a boat ride that Drew doesn't want to talk about? You know, um, ride design was the next one. People were probably saying, well, you just talk about design and overall theme. Yeah, no, we get it. Uh, ride design <laughs> is specific to the ride. It's the ride innovations. Uh, how well does it tell a story? If it's an IP, is the IP evergreen? in the terms of is the IP relevant, which is kind of a nice segue from what we talked about before with, with Raya or Moana really being this cultural zeitgeist thing. I mean, Frozen clearly belonged with an attraction and a show, apparently. Um, but but for us, that's kind of where we want the ride design. Accessibility, which is always a tricky one when me and Drew get together when we mention accessibility. Uh, this time, it's literally height requirements. Does it, how, what's its hourly throughput? Um, you know, can it be enjoyed by a large sec- segment of the population? Yep. Um, and then we did, you know, thrill factor, which I think was open to interpretation for us. You know, does thrill factor equal a good or bad attraction? But if it's meant to be a thrilling ride, is it thrilling? Yeah. Take, for instance, Expedition Everest is a thrilling attraction, and it's meant to be thrilling. So it's going to get high marks for that. Expedition hey, Everest, not on the list. Living in the land should be thrilling for Tim, for all we know. Um, if you're in agriculture, it certainly is. <laughs> and then it's legacy, which again always ends up with me and Drew and bloodshed. Um, this is historically significant attractions. Again, this is kind of the same thing. Is the IP relevant today? 
if there's an IP. Um, it's just kind of what this ride means. Let's use Dumbo as an example. Dumbo did not make the top 10. Uh, it didn't even make the top 20, I don't believe. And that was basically on the, we probably didn't feel right saying that Dumbo wasn't historically significant in some way because it's been used as promotional tools for commercials and and their home videos they put out and every show that has gone to disney world features something to do with dumbo in some way uh so dumbo is not here but don't worry we have plenty of flat spinning rides ahead where we go um jordana i'm gonna turn it to you i want you to just run down for the listeners not for me and drew we see the list but they need to know what was 20 to 11 we don't need Drew may have some gripes with some of these. Um, let's go 20 to 11, kind of rapid fire. If Drew, if we need to stop her, we'll just let her know, throw your hand up in the air, or or just say, hey, I got to complain about that one, you know? Yeah. Well, why don't I you mean, go through the 10, and then and then I can pick one I or think, two. I think we'll all kind of say our piece, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so number 20 was Living with the Land. Mm-hmm. 19, The Seas with Nemo and Friends. 18, Carousel of Progress. Sorry, Tim, I agree. 17, Toy, Toy Story Mania. 16, Spaceship Earth. 15, People Mover. 14, Grand Fiesta Tour. 13, Star Tours. 12, Swiss Family Treehouse. 11, Journey into Imagination with Figment. Draw, uh, uh, draw yeah. let you go first. There's some yeah, heavy there's hitters some, there. There's some hot takes there, right? So so first off, to, to reiterate what Bub said, right? This, this isn't our opinion, folks. This is straight up scientific facts of how we broke the the down the mm-hmm. rise. I mean, to let's be honest, if it was opinions, living in the land would not be number twenty. Not if for you, number, you anyway. It'd be top five. But um, no, I mean, you gotta you gotta put your opinions aside in a way. You know, you look at stuff like theme in and and legacy and and how do those rides really compare to the five categories Bob just went through, right? Um, I mean, I'm gonna jump off two hot takes here. The first one being Toy Story Mania, which some people may say is one of their favorite rides and maybe even show up on a top ten. Where we're saying it's, I mean, the 17th worst attraction, where ultimately, if you think about it, I don't know, how many attractions would you say there are? 50, 75? I have no idea. Probably more. Um, what, t- total? Yeah. I'm, I, it's probably between 79 and yep. like 99, somewhere in the neighborhood. A number. Yeah. I guess <laughs> and, and, 75 and 100 would have been much more, made much more sense for and, us. And in I the guess span. the other thing to remember, too, is what we're talking about here, we didn't mention. We kind of eliminated all shows or theater type attractions. Disappointing to me you know, because my list would have been yes. Country Bears, Tiki Room, Hall of Presidents, and The American Adventure would have been my top four, followed closely by any movie playing at Epcot currently. So that's a, no, that's a future episode right there. Right. So no shows where you're sitting in a you know standstill seat watching some type of stage or screen. Those did not count. But anyways, back to Toy Story Mania. When when you look at the categories, right, of of, of theme and line cue, sure, it's fine. Mechanics of the attraction, right? So what is the physical experience? It's it's kind of a rough ride that whips you around. Um and and is the ride designs fine? The accessibility is tough. I, I don't think the accessibility um, it doesn't put a ton of people through. I think it's hard to for everyone to just get on it. And the legacy obviously doesn't really exist for mm-hmm. this ride, in my opinions, yet. And um, I don't know. As fun as it is, it's one of those rides. The more I go on it, like the less I like it. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree. I think I, I think for me, Toy Story. Mania is one of those that what could be and what it isn't. Mm. 
and how it could be better and why isn't it better. Yep, I, I agree. And then the only other hot take I'm going to mention, and then you guys can, can say your few piece, is uh, number 11, Journey into Imagination. Uh, here's the problem, guys. Journey into Imagination. If if it wasn't for the category of legacy, this would have 100% probably been in the top 10. Uh, it's been through what, about three iterations? Do you have that score in front of you? I do. What did we give this for legacy? Because I have, a, I think I had a bone to pick with this on legacy with you guys. Well, Jordana had it. Oh no, me and Jordana had it. No, me and you had it as the the the, the number one, and she had it as number two. Meaning it's like golf, the opposite. So we said out of twenty, this was, you know, the most legacy attraction. There is no way that I had that that way. Uh, hold on, maybe I'm looking at the wrong attraction. Nope, that's Spaceship Earth. Yeah, Spaceship Earth legacy is secure. I'm sorry, Journey. This is great radio, folks. So anyway, so like Drew, while Drew looks that up, it, it's one of those things for me, and I, and I thought I didn't rank it that high in legacy for a specific reason. I got it when you need it. It's, Go uh, ahead, Drew. I- so again, one meaning it had a lot of legacy, 20 meaning it did not have a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we I gave it an 8, right. yep. you gave it a 10, Jordana gave it a 5. So it, it was in the bottom half. So I gave it a 10 based on the fact that Figment is there, period. Um, I, I'm uncomfortable with it being 10, as it was. I think 5 is astronomically high, because this attraction is not the one that has the legacy. This attraction is a shell of itself. This attraction used to be a two-layer, like, 18-minute dark ride, stunning in used, every way. Used and, to. You know, used right. To. But, it, but this attraction is not that legacy. Right. This isn't that legacy anymore. It, this, you're right. It's the character and the idea, right? Yeah. Of, of you guys are, not you guys. Listeners, fans are married to the idea that Figment is still relevant. Figment himself is relevant. This attraction needs to go entirely. The fact that it's not in the top ten boggles my mind it was close it was close i think yeah. i think that if you look at all the categories figment was always in the middle it was always floating yeah. nope. between like an 8 and a 12 in every category it was just on the border and that's right where it finished there's a couple rides in the top 10 that i'm offended are ranked higher in, in this instance yeah. than figment and we'll get to that we'll get to and, that. and the, i guess the last one I, I, i'm looking at it now is uh, how grand fiesta tour did not make the top 10 is shocking to me guys oh, that was your co-host jordana loves that ride yeah that's the problem but, but theme wise theme wise theme wise well and, and, and where I, it fits in the land it's it's i still don't know what the hell's happening when i go on that ride I, I don't even know. It's, it's, it's literally margaritas. It's off. It, 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 the ride is over before I feel like it even begins. It's got to oh, be one of the Navi shortest River runs. Journey. This is not Ravi, Navi River Journey. Navi I, River Journey is that way. I think this is shorter. It is not. By is, linear feet. It, well, it like. isn't by time. It is not by time. Maybe you move Maybe you move faster in this one. I but I think you. that it just fits within the land, and that's what had brought it up so much personally. Because it's just it's a great ride because the way it goes through the whole pavilion really i'm curious on what you like about the ride that's great specifically it's not a great objectively and subjectively it's not a great attraction for for someone to tell me that grand fiesta tour is a great attraction because it goes through the pavilion 
I mean, I'm not arguing that it's a, that it's a great attraction. Let's run, let's run tape. You just told us it was a great attraction because it ran through the pavilion. Well, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's obviously in the top twenty, so it's not. Great. What does it mean? It's a bad attraction. I think it's an okay attraction. It's an okay attraction. So, dare but... I say, living is the land. Living with the land is 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 almost better. Living with the land is better. Living with the land is much better. It's a much well, better let's attraction. Not, let's not push it, but. It's, but it's it's very still, it's still a fun. I just think it's a fun ride. It's fun no, because I, it's accessible. That's about the only reason. Well, no, so Grand Fiesta Tour, though, it, it, to to defend Jordana in this instance, it fits. It's a story about Mexican history in a in a pavilion called the Mexico Pavilion. It just it does its job. Whether Andrew is too many sheets to the wind to realize that it's a story about Mexican culture and heritage, I I can't help him with that. But. <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, I haven't been on it. In a, in a few, I was looking at Star Tours, and we've talked about Star Tours, I think, quite a bit on this show about how it's also kind of irrelevant at this point with Galaxy's Edge opening up, especially with the random Muppet Land between it. Like, if they had just kind of retooled that area and made it connected to the back door of Batu, I think Star Tours. For all of its, and I love Star Tours, one of my favorite rides at the studios. It really, really is. But it's not necessary. It's not needed. I mean, I, I don't even, I don't remember what we, what I scored it on the spreadsheet. And we don't need to break down every one because we're yeah, not yeah. even in the top ten yet. But Star Tours for me, and 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 objectively, this this not top ten spreadsheet was the hardest spreadsheet I've ever I've had to do on this show. Yeah, it, it it wasn't easy, and like I said, with with ranked in twenty, it was hard. All these categories, but um, it's fair. I mean, it's 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 a fair way to do it. I mean, it's 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 definitely not easy because you got to put your opinions aside and and break down each one. It's it's simple as that. But Jordana, you have any or Bob any more hot takes uh, on the on um, twenty through eleven? I mean, I was sad to see Toy Story Mania even get number seventeen. I think we already kind of touched on I was that. Thrilled but... about that. Me too. Oh, no. I don't know. I think it, we'll talk about it a little bit more with another pick, but it's just the competitive nature and like that fun part of it uh, kind of made me sad. But another one that I thought should have been in the top 10 was um, Swiss Family Treehouse. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, guys. The, I, in this instance, I think it failed. The, the, the SOS failed. The SOS failed on this one. Um, it's just it's something that <laughs> I think that they could do something a lot better. <laughs> It's there. not accessible in any way. No, <laughs> it, it, it's not accessible due to the stairs and stuff like that. I guess Correct. the only way you look at it from accessible would be is it's never a wait. It's open to all oh, ages. Certainly not. I mean, it's throughput, I guess, could be endless. So I think when you look at it from that point of view, I think that's why I kind of ranked it in the middle-ish um, because it is open to everybody and, the, and it's, it's a walk-on. And that's we're probably not, a bad we're thing. We're not kidding ourselves here. It's, it's not a great little thing i mean this could have fallen off the the list though entirely in terms of it's not really a ride it's 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 a a walkthrough exhibit like it's not but again again i think you know in the interest of kind of having round numbers i think this is what we did um i i'm actually gonna shock the world here and say that i think we missed one when we did this and we're gonna go back to toy story land because alien swirling saucers for as fun as it is Probably belongs on this list. I agree with that. I was actually kind of... I don't think it's top 10. No, no, no. But I think it belongs on here more so than Spaceship Earth or... Nemo and Friends. Nemo and Friends or the People Mover. 
it wouldn't have been my Toy Story Land pick. I'll put it that way. Like it wouldn't have if it was between the three rides of Toy Story Mania, Slinky Dog, and that's fair. I mean, it's hard to say that Toy Story. And it's a zero legacy right now because it's so new. So they have such a killer soundtrack, bub. Oh no, that's why. Well, right. I think we just we missed the boat and we don't get to use the acronym ass now. You know. Yeah, it's too bad. It's too, or MILF, Drew, because Monsters, Inc. was also cut from the list because it was too good. No. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the not top 10. I'm let's sure that it. the listeners have, are confused. have given us They're plenty confused. of attention. Yeah, we're not even in the top 10 yet. So I, I, number 10. Here we go. I, I just. <sighs> Bob, what is it? Just do it to the people. The Mission Space, number 10. Is it really the 10th worst attraction on property? Should have been um, Based on the categories, yes. I don't know how you. I don't know how you themed. It might be the best themed pavilion in uh, property. We, we all agreed with the theme was very good, um, but I think the mechanics are are, are a tricky I situation. I disagree. 100%. The ride does what it is intended to do. I, that, that's it. Correct. They, they have two options of the ride for you. So I they, mean. They've made it more accessible. They've toned down the mechanics. No, no, but let's if go back you to the mechanics. I want to go back to the mechanics for a second. Because, I mean, you could say a little... It's the smoothest ride on property. I think the definition of smooth is different. I, I think smooth, yes. But you have yeah. people legit not even attempt this ride in fear. Right? So well, I that's think not the, my fault that people are idiots. But that's an opinion. It, the fact is, is the, the mechanics no, of the... No, their opinions, though. The mechanics of the ride aren't broken. The ride does exactly what it is designed to do. Correct, but it's To intense. simulate space flight. Correct, it, which is very intense. But it's a thrill ride. We even said, is a, thrill, is a thrill a good thing or a bad thing? In this instance, it's a thrill ride. It, co- correct, but it's yeah. no different than saying, is, is a roller coaster is, is a thrill ride, right? But I'm talking about mechanics. I agree. The accessibility is different. Yeah, That's where the, the physical mechanics of the attraction are designed as a centrifuge, as a thrill ride. The mechanics aren't broken with this ride. This I isn't a rough ride comparatively. But you got, where did you guys rank this for mechanically? Mechanically, I have it. I have it as one of the worst. Yeah, but mechanically, it's not broken. There's nothing wrong with it mechanically. Well, then I think I misunderstood mechanics. Mechanically, it, 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 it's a smooth ride. It, 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 not it screws with people's not... equilibrium. It really right. does. It's just the mechanics of it. Mechanically, I, I, the, the I actually rated it the best out of the three of us because I took it as the experience from what they did mechanically puts you into that, like, puts you into space. Um, where we all thought it was really, really bad was accessibility. Well, right, because you're not getting on this ride in that instance. They've right. tried to make it accessible, but you're not getting on the attraction, mm-hmm. like Drew said, because you read that people throw up on it. Yes. They right. throw up bags in the ride. Just so yeah. fantastic. Love it. Um, and and then it could be the option. So I think I think accessibility really hurt it, and the legacy really hurt it, because I think the legacy won. I think the legacy does the opposite here. It has a It has a bad rep. Based on what we just talked about as well, which actually kills the legacy. I couldn't disagree the, more about Mission Space. If anyone listening knows this, hey, right? I couldn't disagree more with Mission well, Space. I just want you to list. know I gave it a top score for the ride design. Yeah, I think well, you, you did exactly what it was supposed to do and it killed it. The next one, however, I have no problems with. <laughs> 
the number nine attraction in our Problem. top ten worst attractions, or not top ten, is Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. You want to talk about a ride that mechanically sucks? It's this one. Yep, agreed. Mechanically, it does what it's supposed to, and it is the most jarring experience on this list. That thing gives you whiplash. So when someone yeah. you have a kid hitting that joystick, yeah, yes, it's brutal. <laughs> now again, again, fun attraction. I, I understand. Yeah, no, I understand. If you go on, um, if Drew, if me and you go on this attraction together, it's going to be mayhem. It's going to be mayhem for us to do it. Here, here, here's my problem, and maybe because I'm too much of, of someone might call a gamer, I just feel like it's so inaccurate. Well, that that's for true. Me, it's that's more true. frustrating than fun. That that's honestly that's an opinion, but I feel like it's pretty accurate because I feel like it's not. It's not accurate, so it just defeats the purpose where you do YouTube strategies and you hold the trigger. And I mean, that's BS in me. I don't know. For me, and don't get me wrong, Toy Story is one of my favorite franchises. I don't think it really fits. I think it's weird. It's the only really part that spreads a franchise now over, what, two parts. It's just, um, I don't know. Quick question. Bub, why did you rank it so low with overall theme? It doesn't fit the land at all. There's no business being in Tomorrowland. It's about a toy. Let's get something abundantly clear about Toy Story. <laughs> it is a movie about toys. It's not a movie about the future. Okay, Monsters okay. Inc. If that was on the list, would have been so. Would have been just with it. It would. Right. It doesn't fit well, where it is. I think that's a whole different story. Tomorrowland as a whole is a pile of garbage right now. It's but I can only really. Work, I can only work with what I have. Yeah, I can only work with what I have, and it doesn't belong it belongs in fantasy land if if this attraction went in instead of the little mermaid in the back of fantasy land fits yeah fine okay great it's a ride about toys makes sense <laughs> there's no business being in tomorrowland and neither does monster sink and neither did stitch N- none of those attractions no. the only attraction really that fits today is space mountain right and the people mover when it was all future attractions because that now was supposed to be a future now mode of transportation. Just but another why, why would you say Space Mountain and then Space Ranger spin? I understand. The space Ranger. But, but if you're kind of continuing with that space theme and you're going to that. No, no, no. See, because when point. Space Mountain opened in 1975, it was a futuristic look at how space travel was going to be. That's Buzz true. Lightyear is a ride about toys <laughs> trying to steal freaking batteries. It has nothing to do with the future. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the future. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fair point. Okay. I'm, Don't I'm confuse sure, uh, Spaceman toy and actually traveling to space. Entirely wrong. Different Maybe I don't know the, the deep lore of the, of, the, of the Space Commander or whatever, you know. But, I mean, when this ride came out, did we really know deep into Buzz Lightyear? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going on this, this planet. Out, this came out after Toy Story 2, right? This that would be opened. my guess. We knew a little bit about him. Again, still a toy. So is this part of like the lore? Of yeah, Buzz this, is, this is like from the cartoon. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, this is it's, like from the the Buzz Lightyear of Star Command show. Star Command, that's the word I was. Is more so what this correct. ride is themed on, which inevitably still brings me back to the fact that it belongs in Fantasyland. Great. Okay, let's move on. We we Tim would be disappointed in us, uh, but I'm sure Tim will be listening tomorrow, yelling at us what we're wrong about. He's probably uh, yelled at us a few times already. 
But I stand by the fact that Buzz Lightyear is not a story about the future. It has no business being where it is. And it's another problem for another day. We'll talk about Tomorrowland later yep. on. Colorado River Rapids is number eight, which mm. I don't know that I have too many problems with it being the, where it is. The problem with Cali River Rapids is it's actually a very good river rapid ride. It's okay. Uh, it's but short. If you compare them to other river rapids, it's rides. short. It's better here's, themed than most. Here's um here's my problem. I think with rap river rapid rides in general, I think they're very gimmicky to the point where I feel like this might sound weird that Disney's better than that. Do, do you know what I mean? I I don't. I just feel like I I'm not a big fan of river rapid rides for for many many reasons, but um. This one, I just feel like there's a little lackluster. And dare I say, maybe if they threw an IP into it, because I, I get where they were going with it, and it does actually, oddly enough, tell a story. Um, it's not accessible easily, right? There's there's height requirements oh, involved. No, I don't think there's one. any rapids ride that is accessible to people. No. I mean, let's be honest. We all fear death when we go on these rides. That's yeah. the number one. This is – a river rapid ride is by far my most feared – and that has nothing to do with my rankings. This is just a side note. It's, I mean, let's be honest. Six Flags, Bob, near us, Jordana, people yeah. died. Died on this ride. Oh, right? The ref flipped over. And you buckled in. There's no getting out. So this is a ride that's really out of the control. It, it's, it's Mother Nature in a way, you know? Uh, life uh, 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 finds a way, Drew. Life finds a way. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I don't have nothing else to say about this ride. So for it, me, it the is... problem with Cloud River Rapids is, is, again, what it could have been. I think if it was – this was a subject of budget cuts uh, when they were building the park, and they cut this ride almost in half. And it was supposed to be actual, like you were floating past the lion, uh, the tiger pen, and they were going to be in the, the there was going to be a, a big ancient ruins temple over here, in, instead of the deforestation. And the deforestation claim is fine; it, it yep. really is. Um, this was going to be a, a much different attraction when they were building the park. So, knowing that I know that and have read about it, I am very disappointed in what we have. I actually don't mind the attraction per se. I'm not like you; I don't necessarily worry about the rapid rides i mean it, it's certainly i think you take your life in your hands with any attraction you go on so uh, <laughs> especially some of these older roller coasters and stuff that were you know the wooden roller coasters freak the hell out. i love them love them but i should not be off the track on those rides and i feel like you are every time um at least they have tracks because this i mean it does but not really i mean it has a certain parts but this drew like you said if you catch the raft the right way into one of these rapids i mean you're going over well, I, I think the other problem I have is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna reference your poor son Zachary here, <laughs> he where when we went to remarkable raft ride up in Storyland, Storyland, yeah. and the River Rapid ride, Soaked. any of them can legit ruin your day. So it ruin your day, and it's dependent on where you sit. You know, I feel like a ride like Splash Mountain, Dudley Do Rights, stuff like that. It's you're gonna uh, you get, get pretty, wet. You get pretty Dudley's wet on Dudley Do Right too. Dudley Do Right, you get. Let's soaked. go back to Splash. You're gonna get wet. But it's not like someone's dumping a bucket of water well, on you. Get whiplash on, on Splash yeah, Mountain. It's more like somebody's spraying you with water, with a yeah. hose. I think that's a big difference for me where I don't want to go on a ride and be absolutely drenched, like everything in your pockets and your pants are drenched. I don't mind getting splashed in the face and the shirt, but... No, the key is, is to empty your pockets completely. Literally. Phone, wallet, yep. keys, everything. Get it out of your pockets where you go on the ride. That's, and then they give you the little like cubby hole. In the middle yeah. of the raft, where you can like zip up the plastic bag in the middle, <laughs> it's like that's useless. If this boat tips over, I don't think we're all thing anymore. I think they took those out. Doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. That does yeah. not. 
But I think that, again, going to Bub's point, like, and just it could have been a lot better. And I think that if it was without the budget cut, it wouldn't be on this list. Um, but And then the, the queue is amazing. I think it's one of the great cues. I do love the queue. The queue is awesome. And but I the think problem that, is, Jordana, you never get to experience the queue because it's usually – it's a 20-minute wait, but you've got to yeah. walk three miles to get there. Yes. So, But if you actually take the time, it's, it's very um, – Similar to how Everest Q yeah. yep. is um, with all the details and all like the history and stuff like that. So if you actually take the time to look at those things, mm-hmm. it's amazing. But then the ride, you, the ride following it's just disappointing at that point. It's gimmicky because they, they run on the idea of the hill, the right. big drop through ooh, the, 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 the deforestation and – you got the fire arch above you, and you go down the hill. That's the big spoiler right. alert. That's the big tease here. That's the big mm. money it's shot. It's a ninety foot increase, and I think it's like only like a twenty five or twenty foot drop at the end. Um, so you don't really feel like you're dropping all ninety feet. So it's kind of misleading. Definitely. I will say it is the first rapid driver went on that had a drop. I mean, now it's pretty That's common true. for them to have right. them. And I don't know if this was the first one. It was the first one I'd ever been on that had the drop. And it was pretty unique to this attraction I when this ride opened it. in like 1998, I think, or whenever. So, it opened. so Jordana, let me ask you this: rethemed it, Brother Bear. Oh would, man, would it be yeah. off the list? Off the list. It'd be off the list. Let's put that guy <laughs> in there. How does, Bear, how does Brother Bear fit in Asia? Nope, but he. Well, you got to bring it into Canada somehow. <laughs> that's true. They yes, because those he... are so geographically close between the two of them. Hey, I just want a Phil Collins speaker in my ear. That's all I'm I, asking I'm for. I'm 100 in. Can't you just wear your can't wear your AirPods on the sh- on on the ride and listen to Phil Collins and just pretend? No, no it's not the same. I'll get ruined. <laughs> well, we're gonna stay in Animal Kingdom. We're gonna go over to Africa, which this might be the most controversial of them on this list because it's not really even the yeah, main question. part of it's not even question. the main part of the attraction, but it kind of does suck. It kind of does suck. This is the Wildlife Express to Conservation Station. The fact that I have to take a train to get to a petting zoo at Animal Kingdom is mind-blowing to me. But it is number seven on our list, and as per freaking usual, I'm going to defer to my co-hosts to explain to me why I was wrong for including this on the list. I, I, I have no comment on this one. I mean, it's a train. I just think it just doesn't fit. I just think that it was it belongs on the list. I will say it does belong on the top ten. Well, it's not comfortable. It's not a comfortable train ride. And it's not know. like it's not legacy like Walt Disney Railroad. No. Around no, Magic Kingdom. Nope. Correct. You know, it's just a Correct. random train. I haven't been on this thing in many, many years. Do they do well, they the last time that you went to affection section or whatever or conservation that, station? I, I probably went there before my kids were born. I don't think my kids have ever been there. Um, um, yeah, I'm not sure that my kids are heavy. My point is, is on the ride there. Yeah, are there anything, or is it just going through the trees? I mean, you see like the backstage. So this is my other problem: is that there's no thought into this. It, it's almost as if they realized that they had the veterinary hospital that was almost accessible yeah. to the park, and they could do like a little petting zoo and a little informational educational area about conservation. And then they realized that it was. Three miles away. They so hey, let's let's put them on a train. This, they almost need to turn this into like a mini backlot tour in in a weird way, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you, you did a train ride, you did a tour guide, you did a walk through exhibit, but it, it's a nonstop attraction. You don't stop. 
You know, like I'm saying, yeah. Backlot had the different stages. Yeah. yeah. Oh, That's yeah. what they should almost have made this. I mean, that attraction is so big, we haven't even tackled it on this show because we're so intimidated by it. Just think about that. Correct. Every back week lot, we try to do not, it, we become, we become intimidated by the backlot tour saying, how the hell are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to me, is this a cheap out, maybe? Is this a cheap out here on the list, potentially? Uh, I have no problem admitting that, but it needed to be talked about because I don't think it's that great of an experience. I'm not even sure Conservation Station, if you wanted to include the entire thing, is worth the train ride or going to it in general period if you want to just include the entire activity i i got a petting zoo down at roger williams park 15 minutes away no but one of the better names on property conservation station yeah oh yeah. yeah love it and then they have the affection section that's where the that's, petting zoo is exactly it's fantastic <laughs> and this is the irony that's i that's love fun. the idea of seeing the veterinary hospital and seeing them work uh, they've had they've been doing work on sea turtles there that They've been doing work on animals here. It, it's yeah. brilliant. Some Here's, of the births for the animals yeah. take place here. But I, I don't know that it's necessary. You could almost, dare I say this, Disney, if you're listening, charge people to go to the veterinary hospital when you have these events and set it up like a, an yes. operating room. You could you could do it. You could charge like, people. It, it, my problem is with all of this, right? Obviously, we all know Animal Kingdom is probably my favorite park and property. Oh, it is. I just, Absolutely. I just feel like between the safari entrance... And all the way over to Expedition Everest, it's just like for me, is like just a, a it's a bridge essentially. It's it's a walking path because there's not much there to stop unless you want the alcohol at Dole Whip. That's where you go. But like there's, you, you, correct me if I'm wrong. You see some monkeys. It's it's literally you're just walking a half a mile. None of this stuff is really you know, for me like a, a stop and go view. What's that? The the walkthrough exhibits. In general, oh, I like the walkthrough exhibits, but I mean, really, you got the you got the the conservation station with the, the express, yeah, Cali River Rapids. I'm just yeah. saying, it's a lot of the park that I kind of skip over because it's it's just attractions to me. Eh, the black, yeah. I mean, well, so the problem with conservation station and the train ride is that it literally abuts the backside of the safari. So that safari, to Drew's point, is bigger than bigger than Magic Kingdom. So that's a big piece of land that this train is running kind of parallel to. So there's not a ton of land for them to build anything up with. And and you're really what? You're probably committing an hour and a half to two hours of your day in Animal Kingdom if you go here. Heading zoo. That's my but my point is, right? I, I mean, if you're waiting in line for the train to come, you take the train ride there. It's very walk around wait. It's the, at least very an weirdly. hour. It's at least an hour. At, at least. So well, my point like is, a, well, here's the problem. It's like a 10 minute drive there and back. It's like a 10 minute train ride there and back. It's not like it's, like it's three minutes. It's, and it's seven, wait. eight minutes back there and back. I mean, so right there, it's a quarter of an hour. And when you're going to get there, you're going to say, oh, look, we can draw the guys. We can go talk to Grandmother Willow and then and go then pet he, some sheep. I mean, that's, it, that's, a long, that's a long part of the day. They don't give you the option to walk if you even wanted to, right? I don't believe so, no. Which it's like two and a half miles. I, I mean, I do enough walking <laughs> at that park that I need to worry about walking to the petting zoo. Yeah, great. Hey, just all say right. It. Well, That's now we're on. getting into the real meat of our really shitty rides, and I'm very excited about to, to announce this next one. Number six might be the most poorly placed attraction on property, at least in my opinion. I don't know if I ranked it that way, but I certainly feel that way in person. This is the magic carpets of Aladdin, and by rights, it actually tied Wildlife Express, by the way, but this actually received multiple 20s in terms of it was multiple times the worst in a category. So for me, magic carpets of Aladdin 
is in the worst place imaginable in terms of its physical location. It's in the middle of the promenade in Adventureland. And that's where I'll start with you guys. Well, here's my problem. It's going to be off topic. Adventureland. I love the the, the TT-ish themed Adventureland, right? Yeah. I yeah. think Adventureland doesn't know what Adventureland is supposed to be. And, and I and I think it's been that way it for did. many, many years. Well, right? Yeah, it did. It did until like 1999 or 2001, whenever this opened. Yeah, but even, even look at... I don't know if that's true. Because, I mean, the Jungle Cruise... The Tiki Room, even Swiss Family, you get away with, but even Pirates, you start entering a different type of Adventureland, which is okay, but it, it, it's not one theme. And maybe Adventure Land is the point of it. It's it's not called you know the rainforest there, whatever. Yeah. It's not it's called Tiki Village, but it's um, I don't know. I, I I've always felt Adventureland is to me is just one of my favorites, but also all over the map. There's no true theme in from from the bridge all the way to Frontierland around the corner. It's just I think a good, good friend of the show, Andrew Keist, and he's done an episode with us that talks about Adventureland. It's designed that way to be different periods of time in in different parts of the world, and that's why you end up in the Caribbean. Agreed. And it almost ties smart. into the backside of Liberty Square in terms of how Liberty Square runs from east to west or whatever it is, and you're through different periods in American history, and it wraps around into colonialism. I mean, there's a subtle, there's a subtle, subtle story being told there, which Dizzy does subtlety very well. And if you don't know these things, it's like Drew just said, it's very spastic. It's like, well, well why the hell am I in the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse? And then across the way is Agrabah. Then I'm down in the jungles, and I'm in the Caribbean. I completely agree with what you're saying. I think the problem is also, though, Bub, is when when Disney wants to add an IP or they start adding stuff over time. It Dino land, it starts taking away right from the original vision and plan. Mm-hmm. And that's going to continue to happen over the oh, years. And it has to happen. Let's buckle be honest. Up, it, folks. It buckle needs up. to happen. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it, it is a weird fit, but, but overall, as much as I hate this ride, uh, it does deserve to be on the top 10 worst attractions, but there's something about it. There's something even about the stupid camel that I hate so much that it's also fun. It's like the, am I going to, am I going to spread it with water? Am I? Ah, ah, ah. All right. I made it this time. Let me go around the denim. Uh, uh, uh. You know, it, it, it is, it adds the stupid camel adds an element of fun to the ride in a weird way. And you're on a tarpet, you're on a magic tarpet, you know? This is actually so. This is the where favoritism didn't come into play because this is actually one of my favorite rides personally, just based on memories. My son absolutely loves it, so it's just it's a very good toddler ride. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and it, you know it hurts to see it in the bottom five or whatever. So that's just I don't know. Like it's it's tough, but it's understandable. The placement's weird. The mechanics, yeah. You know, the spinning camel's annoying. It's just, it, there's a lot wrong with it. But That's true. spinning rides, you can only get so much out of. Well, yeah, so we were concerned when we were doing this that it was going to turn into a a personal attack on flat spinning rides. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, there's nothing to them. I mean, you go to any carnival for the local people that listen to the show in New England. I mean, there's two carnivals right now. There's one at La Salette. And there's one at Emerald Square Mall, and I'm sure both of them have some version of a flat spinning ride. It's just it's literally every park you ever. So Legacy is gonna be tough, with the exception of Dumbo, 
the, the legacy on these flat spinners and the historical significance, which is ironic, because historically significance, the historical significance of Dumbo is great. So why isn't the Magic Carpets of Aladdin treated the same way? Well, I'll tell you why. And I think I told you this before. If Dumbo didn't redo the whole line queue and all of that stuff when they did. So if Dumbo I, was over near the carousel still. I think Dumbo may have been on this list. But as of the way it stands today, they did a really good job of making Dumbo, for me, fun. Because I don't think we're quite done with Circus Land yet, Drew. So I don't think so either. But yeah, Dumbo was a, Dumbo was a tricky one where for a spinner, for some reason, a, a legacy aside, honestly, put the legacy aside for a second. It, it, it does a good job, and maybe because of Legacy Bub, they put a little extra care and love into it. I think that might be it. Well, yeah, it's I, it's definitely smooth. Well, it's it's I, definitely it doesn't yeah. seem old, right? You know? No, Dumbo for all of its problems of being a flat spinning ride is an exceptional experience, and I think all three of us on this show right now having children, like Jordana just said it about Sal loving the magic carpets. There is something wholesome there is something very traditionally walt disney that you think of when you think of these flat spinners whether it's fair or not to rockwell amusements that we think of disney world when we think of flat spinners or disney attractions being these flat spinners dumbo man is the one like dumbo is the the one and i mean i, I listen I, I i've come on this show before and we've crushed magic carpets of aladdin for where it is and how it sticks out it's fine. It's colorful. It's bright. And the kids love it. There's always a wait. At, always a wait. One of the longest waits in Adventureland, comparatively speaking, to the other attractions. So we're going to keep this flat spinner ride going. And we're going to go over back to Tomorrowland and talk about a flat spinner in the sky, which I would love to know the accessibility because the more I thought about it, you literally take an elevator up to get into this friggin' ride. So I can't imagine. Hopefully it didn't score well in accessibility, but I don't know if it did. Of course, it's the Astro Orbiter, which is a different take on this type of attraction, uh, but equally as unimpressive. Equally as unimpressive. Mm. So That's, we're trying to get Jordan, if one of you have it up, where do we go with accessibility on this attraction? Uh, it I does, it's it not a, great. I gave it a 19. Yeah. Um, you gave it an 11, and Jordan gave it a 12. I don't know. I don't know. What, yeah. what were we thinking? Drew, I think you were much yeah. closer to the truth yeah. on this Well, one. I'm going to be happened. I'm gonna be blunt. For some reason, I always thought this ride had a height restraint because of something, but it doesn't. This is for any age, right. which doesn't seem right to me, but Disney doesn't lie. The only uh, thing that I thought made it more accessible is that they actually have the elevator that goes up, and you don't have to go upstairs yeah. or anything. Yeah, that's the only thing that kind of made sense right. of my mind. Maybe, maybe that's you know, Jordana. Let's go with that. That's what I was thinking too. That they at least offer the <laughs> elevator service. I agree with that. I don't. I don't know, but um, yeah, I just this. Is have you guys ever been on it? I, I'm curious. I've been on. I it. actually have just went on it in January. Not yeah. in a long time. So I, I went on with I went on with Zach a while, maybe a while back. During like you're saying. It was a it was a, a nighttime. This ride, if we were going straight Astro Orbiter at night, fantastic. It's such a fun little diversion. But at the end of the day, it's it's literally a flat spinning ride in the air. But it does fit the theme of the land, for better yeah. or worse. I mean, it's a for better or worse. Yeah. I mean, they look like Buck Rogers toys, which might actually go back to more of the Toy Story, the Buzz Lightyear toy thing. But that's neither here nor there. You know. Mm. So, right. Yeah, you went out in you went out in January, huh? 
Yes, because, okay, so it's a ride that I haven't been on in a while. So a bunch of travel mm-hmm. Asian agents kind of took over the whole ride and went. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it. it's scary. Like, it's actually <laughs> scary. I don't know. Like, well, it's, well, it's high. It's high up. And then it's like the way, like how fast it goes around and it just it, kind of tilts. Yeah. And you kind of feel like you're falling out. Um, I just, it, it's it's a little terrifying. And it, the mechanics are just not well <laughs> i so, feel like you're falling out yeah it's a frightening experience a long way down yes and the whole time you're like this and you're trying not to like fall out you're just squished so um i would just say i don't know i at this this is where it belongs i think yeah well it certainly is the better of the two that we're going to talk about next because the next one is triceratops spin we went three for three and six five and four with all the flat spinner rides that are going to be on this list. Um, I have nothing on this ride. I will, I'll I, say I, quick. You, you know what the difference is um, for these rides? And it's funny because I bet of all the spinners, Triceratops spin is one that I bet you most people go on. And and the reason is, is that I don't want it every time. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I don't want it twice. And, and I think I say that because there's not a ton of, you know, let's say physical attractions at that part for for kids, right? Because, you know, even like Dinosaur might not be good for kids. Flight of Passage, you're not taking your kids on. Expedition Everest, you're not taking your kids on. So if you have kids, you're limited. So this is a ride I personally go on every time, and it sucks. Simple as that. It's not, it's not good. It's not good. I, I don't know why, Bub, but I feel like it's always dirty. I feel like it's not Disney when I'm in Dinoland. I feel like... Dinoland USA is dirty to me. Like if you look it's underneath, dusty. it's dusty. But I think that's how it's supposed to be because dinosaurs no, supposed I to be just like mean that. like I see like I feel like there's like water puddles and leaves and dirt. Like if you go to Dumbo, I feel like you don't see that at Dumbo. Dumbo, yeah, but then you also think like it's it's kind of in the carnival, like. Yeah. I don't know. Jordana, like, there's no way you can sell me that Disney oh, purposely not, keeps that right. I'm trying to back up Disney a little bit on why it's like that. <laughs> Carnivals no are dirty, and that's why it's in a carnival era. Even, even more reason to bring in Wakanda. Yes. Wakanda. I, I agree. Hey, that's a good idea. Uh, Alright, that's all so I have to say. We've made it to the top three. I have nothing else to add to Triceratops nope. spin. We've talked about flat spinners and why they're relevant and why they're not relevant. So We're going to go into the top three now, which... This one surprised my co-host Drew a little bit, and I'm not surprised by it at all, knowing the three of us that voted on the categories we did, that this was easily a top three or four worst attraction at the parks. It's the Mad Tea Party. It. Uh, I'm so torn on this because it's... It sucks, and it's literally at every... every area in the world that even mini golf courses that have stupid trailer rides have some version of this it's just eh, it's just not a great jordan i'm gonna let you go first because i know that drew doesn't think it should be this high on the list i don't think so i I want you to kind of get your piece before we let drew try to change our minds a little bit Fair enough. So I just think the mechanics aren't great. It just it's, it, it feels like it does feel like a carnival ride. You, like if you spin too fast, you might like you feel like you're going to spin off the track. Yeah. Um, and it's like if you're sitting at the wrong end and everybody's on one end, the cup kind of tips. Um, so I don't know what teacups you go on. Yeah, yeah. You might want to get that checked out. 
I'm just saying. It's similar similar to how Drew is too drunk to appreciate Grand That's Fiesta right. Tour. Maybe <laughs> Jordan is coming unless there are too many Gaston drinks or whatever That's it right. is over there in fantasy I'm pretty sure they're non-alcoholic there. But that, so, oh, they're apple juice, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. Maybe it's fermented apple juice. Speaking Ugh. of, it's a tavern. <laughs> they should have a beer there. Anyway, um, but I just think that it's just it needs some serious updates, um, and it's just it's something that is not my favorite. I will say I was surprised it was as high as it was. I yeah. was surprised as high as it was. I mean, because it kind of is iconic to Fantasyland in a way. Mm-hmm. I I think I was probably harsher on it with Legacy than I should have been. But Drew, go ahead and change our minds why this doesn't belong I mean, I'm here. I'm not going to change your mind. I think three is harsh. Listen, if Disney themselves, we've talked about 18 attractions so far. There's only one other attraction, dare I say, I hate, that Disney decided was an important enough ride to do an overlay. And this this is one of them. Mad Tea Party does a Christmas Overlay? I don't know if they do a Halloween one. Hell, maybe both. They changed the lights. That's pretty cool. It's a cool overlay. So my point is, is this is an easy ride. There's no height requirements. Um, If you choose not to spin your teacup, don't spin your teacup. It's it's usually a short wait. Usually, you have to see some characters in the area. Um, I think this is just as. I mean, obviously, it's not a legacy of Dumbo, but I think this does have some sort of legacy for the park. and yeah, Bob, to your point, this is a an attraction as old as the spinners in a way. But to me, I would rather go on this attra- ride than, than a spinner. That's just, again, you would. I don't think Maybe, Tim would. I don't think Tim would. I don't think Tim probably goes on spinners. Well, I, know I mean, he doesn't, doesn't have kids. Tim doesn't like this. I can't imagine Tim waiting in line for a Triceratops spin. Well, I could see him and Rachel going on Dumbo. Dumbo's different. So Dumbo we agree that Dumbo's unique. different. Okay, yeah. In a weird way, um, but yeah, I, I, I'm not going to sell you. I, I just think that um, I, I think, think this is a fun one. The list could have been high. Three could have been high. Top ten, top eleven, probably it's, three seems high. It's I feel like it is a bit unique, and it is it's well themed with the movie, and it it takes. I mean, if you think about the movie, The Mad Hatter, I mean, it's T, right? So it 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 really fits. Um, just fits, you know. So my problem is, is that when they redid Fantasyland mm-hmm. to all of these things and took away like the medieval fair aspect of it, yeah, this ride kept its original theming of like the fair tent. That's where, and, and the carousel kind of did too, but they've changed a lot of the the facades on these attractions now, and this kind of reminds me of what Fantasyland used to be. So I don't know if that's good for the legacy or bad. I don't know. I don't so know. So what if you changed it to? Like Guardians Cinder- of the Galaxy? No, I'm going like Cinderella themed with the three mice. I mean, that's really. I mean, I, I just it's a tea, it's a teacup ride. I think that's what it is. I, I don't know that there's. So you're saying I don't think the just, Alice theme is offensive to me. I just think it it just seems stuck in like the 1980s fantasy new, land. Uh, I mean, is there any new IP you put into this ride that puts no, asses like in the said, seat. No, I don't no, think it's the serious. IP. I think it's the physical design <laughs> of the ride. I, I don't think that it's... But that's my point. I'm, I'm no, saying... Not, it, it, but there's no problem. I don't have a problem with, the, with Alice being the IP. It, whatever. It, whether I like the movie or not. I, I think it's the, the Renaissance Fair tent aspect of that attraction 
physically that doesn't match the rest of fantasy land anymore i guess i guess a good way to to look at a not top 10 right if i rethemed this attraction to a marvel to a star wars isn't there a marvel teacup right at universal studios like storm chase or something and it's like the x-men my point is does that get people to go on the ride or no because you just no, it, no, it, I, it, I don't think it's a, it's a teacup ride i mean so that's it I, so at that from that point of view then you're right maybe it deserves to be in the the top 10 but similar to, similar to mission space and the argument you make of people don't go on it because it makes them sick people don't go on this ride because it's going to make them sick in a different way yeah i I, I think they say you know what it is with disney rides there's there's so much mystery right to a disney attraction where when you this one though but but that's my point right when you have an attraction that takes away the mystery Mm -hmm. it 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 kind of loses its its touch right i mean astro orbiter dare you say it has a mystery to it because you can't really see it from the surface you know so I think when you, like I said, I think that goes back to rebranding this attraction. It, it, you can see everything there is to see about uh, of this attraction. And I think that's where it's it loses that mystery. So you asked me what I would do to retheme it. What I would do is I would enclose it. I would start a darts strobe light. So do you remember? I know exactly where you're going with this. I think the Great Escape in Lake George, yeah, up in Glens Falls, I remember New those, York, yeah. has the indoor scrambler. Yes. It's and it makes the Scrambler ride, which is fairly basic. I believe they had a live DJ. They used to. Like, like, the, yeah, the, it yeah. was wild over in the booth, over on yeah. the right. When you walk into the booth, over on the yeah. right, the little alcove. It, yeah, he would. And yeah. it just made that attraction so much more. And it was weird. It was like laser lights and a disco ball. It was the simplest thing. I think if you enclose this attraction, that's where your refresh comes in. I don't know if they ever would, but... I don't know if it's worth the money to do it. But even with like projection mapping and stuff they have you now, you can do some really cool stuff. You can do something wild. And you know what? The Alice in Wonderland theme would fit with projections and stuff because that movie is one long ass. And, and, and I'll tell you what, Bob, you do that and you enclose it. Remember how we talked about putting asses in the seat? Yeah. You magically do it now because it you adds would. that mystery I mean, people flair. would. Yeah, it would be nuts. That I'd, I'd probably go on it. And I've, I haven't been on yeah. it at the party in years. I don't every time. I would say. Yeah. I, yeah, so anyway, moving on to number two, which is ironic because it is the Mad Tea Party's neighbor in some way. Dare I say the neighbor to the north, geographically speaking, I don't think that makes any sense. But it is, of course, Tim's favorite attraction, the Tomorrowland Speedway. An attraction that Tim told us could never go away because of its historical significance to Walt's vision of Tomorrowland. And how much it is a, uh, I'm paraphrasing Tim here, a rite of passage for people to drive cars and to that i say go out to main street walk out of the park and jump into seven seas lagoon yeah well (laughs) and and to tim's uh point there that's not true because you do need to be 32 inches um or 54 to drive you're 32 you can't even go on this ride yeah that's that's rough this driving this car is is i think the highest height restriction in the park. I I, I have to do I, I'm almost positive to drive at the Tomorrowland Speedway, it is the highest height restriction in any of the parks at Disney property. I, someone look it up for me. I'm telling I'm you. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Girls. 
this ride, and especially, and dare I say, what you call progress, I call the Rape of the Natural World, <clears throat> they have sliced and diced this attraction from what it used to be so much. And now they literally just put Tron in the middle of it. This attraction needs to not exist. It, how it wasn't number one is stunning to me, but this is unequivocally for me the worst attraction on Disney property. It's not yeah, fifty-four it's, inches. The the yep. nets, the nets that I see is forty-eight. I believe. Well, forty-eight was Primeval World, which technically is still listed on the Disney website, which is weird. But that's never opening exactly. again. Rock and Roller Coaster um, is forget inches as well. I didn't. Yeah. Is it uh, really? Yeah, Rock and Roll Coaster is 48 inches. That's a fact. I don't think they're like in the yeah. same class. Yep. But yeah, but like Everest and stuff inches. is 44, I believe, yep. is the next big one. So yeah, and that's I think it. that's the when uh, when in, when uh, that the Disney Quest was open. I think the Cyberspace Mountain was like a 52 inch one, and that was like the next highest yep. uh, height restriction on any of the parks. Anyway, Tomorrowland Speedway is absolute trash, and now they've literally just dropped this monstrosity of a building right in the middle. Of, like useless to me. This attraction, I I can't say enough bad things about this attraction. It's not fluid. It's it's it, you take it's rack and ping and saying this. It's you know, whip awful. Hate it. Done. However. The one saving grace I would give you is if they got a sponsor from Chevy or from Tesla and made these electric cars and kind of rerouted it a little bit and made it a little different. You're never going to be able to do anything with it now, especially with Tron literally right in the middle of this attraction. Go ahead. I have nothing else. This attraction sucks. There's no fits in it unless you want to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars. And and what Tron already kind of intertwined. Now it's no man's land because yes. now that Tron's there, you, you can't utilize the space no. where you could have done something else, um, bigger and better and bolder. Uh, I mean, yeah, at this point, you might as well just add a third Dumbo. I mean, I don't know. I agree, but I do like I Bob's nothing. idea with the the having someone else, like having Tesla or Chevy or whoever, just sponsor it and just making it a little bit different it just it, it does need an update it does need some sort of futuristic tomorrowland feel to it yeah, yeah or I it needs to not exist or and that's it those are the two options yeah but if yeah, you but take it out days, then you have another dumbo there i'm okay with that <laughs> the days of sponsoring attractions i think is is long gone but I love that our solution for everything is just I'll put it inside and put some projections on the wall. Yeah, make It'll this fix like, everything. Make this like drive yourself Mickey and Minnie runaway. <laughs> yeah. You know, put right. projections everywhere. Just put a tunnel it, over the entire attraction. Yeah, it, exactly. And, and project things on the walls and, and make it, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, it sounds like, you, I mean, you, it sounds right. Meet the Robinsons or something. You'd probably At least they go one. to the future and meet the Robinsons. That's true. That's true. Anyways, yeah, I had nothing else to say about the shit show of the Speedway. Now, number one is the most disappointing to me because this is an attraction that I love. I love it, but theming it doesn't fit where it is. They they, no, it's it's the Barnstormer featuring the Great Goofini. And before we get to hate mail, which can be addressed to me, that's fine. I put it on the list. I'm okay with with taking the hate mail for this one. Um, I don't dislike. I go on the Barnstormer every time with my kids. When this was. Mickey and Minnie, when it was Toontown Fair, and it was Farmer Mickey driving through the barn, picking his crops with the prop plane. It made all the sense in the world. 
The Great Goofini is a stunt pilot. I guess kind of fits with the carnival atmosphere a little bit. But this attraction doesn't belong in circus land. It it any little rinky dink carnival will have something very similar to this. It's it's a terrible it's like a thirty five second ride. It's short. It's my, just my my problem is is when you put an attraction in a kids or or a kids essentially area, um, it's tough. And I get you want a little bit of a kids thrill ride, but when you when you cap it with a height requirement of thirty five inches, mm-hmm. I I get that's not super tall, but it's not super short either. And 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 I feel like now where I mean at least Fantasyland and mm-hmm. and, and and Magic Kingdom in general has tons of kids rides, so it's not a big deal. But um, yeah, it's, it's not a smooth ride, right? Like Bub said, no, it's very it's short, and it's never like a short wait. You know, it, there yeah, is typically you get it during like a Halloween party, and there's no one back there. Correct, or maybe like a late fast pass. Uh, I think they do do fast passes, right? Uh, oh, they I did. Think, I yeah, they, they did have for the barn. Oh, so you could. That's definitely one you could like your fourth or fifth fast pass yeah. if you if sixth, be, yeah. seventh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it, it's unfortunate, and you know it's funny because if someone asked me today, you know, without before we did this, name your top ten worst attractions. I don't know if I would even thought of this. But when you break it down scientifically, because that's what the SOS does, it makes sense. It, it really does make sense that from an adult, kids, all point of view, it's a, it's a weird fit. Let me put it this way. If you took this ride and it disappeared tomorrow, how many people would miss it? Or even know it's gone? <laughs> yeah. So I think the problem I have with the Barnstormer is that they did a ride over in New Fantasyland that for three inches more, which is a lot when kids are that little, I would know better than most with with the height of my kids. I can go on Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, which has its own problems and didn't make this list, but a far superior kitty roller coaster, air quotes, kitty coaster, is Seven Dwarfs Mind Train in every way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I will say, like as far like it's short, but it's fast. So it's like if you look at Space Mountain, Space Mountain's twenty seven miles per hour. If you look at Barnstormer, it feels it's faster though. Space Mountain feels so, so 25. fast. But but to your point, Jordana, it's twenty five, but it's so condensed, right? Yeah. That it, it, it's not smooth. And this is this is the type of mini kids roller coaster that you find at a Six Flags. To Bubba's point, where Six Flags doesn't want to spend all of that money to make like a seven dwarf mine train, which is a true kitty coaster, like a legit big scale. So I think that's the big difference there. This is, you know, that it's, it's, it's the knockoff brand. This is a knockoff brand of the kitty coaster. And I think that like, if you look at these kitty roller coasters that are built at fairs and stuff, like within one day, it's very, very similar to how short it is Mm -hmm. and just how there's, a huge lack of theming, I guess, you know, so it's just that there, there's a reason that it's number one. So you're absolutely right. Right. Now. Theming is well, Not the whole premise of this attraction. Originally was you drove through the chicken coop, you drove through the barn, which made sense. Right. Uh, you were farmer Mickey, you lost control of your prop pain, your prop plane that you were, you know, fertilizing or, uh, you know, whatever you're watering from the air, whatever you were doing. 
Now it's just like, oh, he's an air, he's an aerial stuntman, which which fits with Pete Silly's sideshow side across. You can well, meet Pilot Mickey, you uh, Pilot Goofy, you you meet I, well, Pilot Goofy or Daredevil know, Goofy. Daredevil Goofy, I believe in in Pete Sideshow was like a motorcycle guy, or am I wrong? Oh, man, he might be. He could be. I'd so, which to. is actually the opposite. It, it, it's confusing. I mean, he might just be Daredevil, like you said, and it's yeah. a little bit of everything. But um, so it, it kind of goes there. But it, for this, for this list, and the SOS don't lie, doesn't. So, to me, I think objectively, I don't think people appreciate how hard it is to look at a spreadsheet with 20 attractions with five different categories and you're ranking one to 20 or 20 to one or 17 to seven to 16 to seven to eight. Cause you know where you think attractions should be when we're looking at it and we finally tallied it. I was surprised that the great yeah. graffiti was number one. I really was. I, I fully expected triceratops spin or, or Aladdin to probably be number one. In fact, the top three being what they were, I was surprised that those were the top three. Um, from like you said, Drew the Mad Tea Party, Tomorrowland Speedway, I don't think is too offensive. I think that that again, I'm sure we'll get hate mail for that too because it's you know what Walt yeah. wanted. But I mean, these ten rides and by extension, eleven to twenty. I mean, with the exception of maybe Figment, which might have belonged there instead of Mission Space in the top ten. Let's be honest. I, there's really nothing wrong with this list, and and some of these rides aren't bad. They're not bad rides. All of them. Mm-hmm. Tomorrowland Speedway is, but hey, listen, Disney is uh is the cream of the crop, right? So it's it's not easy to pick out failures or 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 not so good things. Yeah. Um, some of these top ten rides would blow other amusement parks away. So yeah. it it's um, you know, even even the Barnstormer. If you look at it from a kitty toaster compared to other amusement parks, kitty toasters, mm-hmm. this still is probably better. Um, so you know, were we critical? Sure. But I, I think, uh, you know, based on the categories we had, I, I, I think it's a fair list. So, you guys have any closing words? No, I uh, I think the SOS did its job, Drew. It uh, I think uh, that, you know what, we might not fully agree with it, but it's scientifically proven. that. That's it- right. <laughs> scientifically. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun for us. But so we hope it was fun for you. Hope it wasn't too confusing because the SOS can always get confusing. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, if you go on to iTunes and give us a five-star written review, you will uh, – the first three people. There's no entering to win. If you do it, you will win. Uh, the first three people will win a little care package that we'll send out to you with some stickers. Uh, so please go and do that. Uh, helps us. Helps you. So win-win for everyone. And that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, so as always, thank you for listening to The Disney Guys on Censored. After careful consideration, I've decided not to endorse your park. Thank <laughs> you.